Welcome to Sexmancers, episode zero, an introduction. Here we go. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby, sex is a Texas drought, me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants and I'll bet you'll feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco, yes, I'm Ebert, and you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two-hand touch, you want it rough, you're out of bounds. I want you smothered, want you covered like my Waffle House. Hash browns coming quicker than FedEx, never reaching Apex, just like Google Coal Stock. You are inclined to make me rise an hour early, just like daylight savings time. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. So I wanted to take a few minutes up front in this introductory episode to thank you for taking the time to check out this podcast and giving me your attention. You know, that means everything to me, and I'm always going to appreciate that. So I thought, you know, for an introduction episode, I should probably set some expectations over what is Sexmancers. And it's real simple if you haven't caught on by the name. It's sex and relationship advice designed for women coming from men, right? Coming from a male mind, you know, so that you get the answers that you need without the political filters or, you know, political correctness. Because let's face it, men have gotten to the point where if you just go up to them and ask them questions about, hey, what do you like in bed? Or, hey, you know, what is it that you're looking for in a girlfriend? They're not really going to be all that honest with you up front because, well, in today's society, men have been punished for being honest. Men have been punished for giving you the real answer versus the politically correct answer. So you're not going to get the political fluff. You're not going to get the filtering. And this is also true of some of the other podcast shows. When you have a married couple getting on there and giving you advice, a lot of times the man is going to hold back, right? They're going to hold back because one, their wife is right there. And if they say something the wife doesn't like, it's either going to be edited out or or they're going to be in trouble or both. And that's how this goes. So you can't always trust, you know, the male perspective in a couple's podcast, you know, just because of that filtering, there's always going to be that self-consciousness. This is why this podcast episode or this podcast show is mainly going to be about me. Now, I'm going to give you opportunities to submit your questions to me. I'm going to give you an email address. I'll put it in the uh, show description so that you'll be able to see it uh, as you're checking out the podcast and everything. And you'll be able to submit your questions to me, and then I will answer them for you. Okay, so what are some other problems with the other podcast shows out there as it relates to sex and dating? Well, there really isn't a whole lot just from men. At least not that I could find. If there is, they're buried. So the other problem is the advice is coming from women. Okay, now that's not necessarily bad. Hey, You know, those women podcast hosts, you know, if you want to learn how to masturbate, hey, you know, go to those women. They have plenty of firsthand experience with that. And they can give you a lot of 
good advice about exploring your own sexuality. But when it comes to men, when it comes to men, the problem with the female hosts are they just don't have that firsthand experience. No matter how hard they try, they'll never be able to truly think like a man. And therefore, they're going to give you answers based off of what men have maybe said to them that may have been politically filtered or uh, have held back a little bit or they don't quite understand, you know, something may be lost in translation. But the truth is, if you want to get the best advice about, you know, men, how to improve your relationship with men and how to improve your sex life with men and get the men, you know, a more enjoyable sex, give that to them, then you need to go to a man directly who will not filter their answer, right? Now, moving on from that, I do want to say another thing about how this show is set up. The show is set up based off of the idea that if you are listening to this, you are one, a woman, okay? I think that should be pretty obvious by now. But two, you're the one looking to take that first step to improving your sex life and relationship with the guy in your life. Now, I get this. If you get onto the relationship podcasts that are not about sex, they're going to talk about how you both need to work on it, how you both need to be engaged in that and all that. Hey, that's great. And all that's great advice, but you may already be at a point where a he's not gonna you know listen to that type of podcast and take that advice. Maybe it's frou frou for him. Maybe it's oh we don't need that. I mean there is a little bit of a stubbornness there. So what this show is predicated on is you're looking to improve your relationship, and he may be thinking. I'm not going to listen, you know, to those other podcasts. I think our relationship is fine. And how you can go about instigating the changes that you want. So that's what this is. It's you taking that initial first step. And not, you know, yes, would it be preferable if you took it together? Sure. But that's not all that's required here. Because let me get this to you there may be you know a point where someone may be on the verge of giving up they may be thinking that there's nothing wrong to begin with or you know for a variety of reasons you know they're not willing to take that first step with you how do you modify that behavior how do you make that change you know whether you're single and you know dating or whether you're married especially if you're married, you know, there will be things like, okay, yes, he spends time with you. Yes, you know, you may go out to eat together, but he doesn't do the dishes or he doesn't pick up. So, you know, when you're together, it's great. It's just he doesn't do his half of the house chores. How can you motivate that in your relationship and sex to get that um, level of cooperation from him? If you're dating, you know, you know, guys can maybe somewhat be oblivious. Maybe they're spending a little more time with the friends uh, than you, you know, and uh, wanting to do engage more in sports or 
worse yet, if you're dating, most of your you know time together is spent maybe talking in between restarting the next round after he dies in a video game. You know, whatever the case may be. Or, you know, you're in a situation where you're dating and you want to go to a romantic dinner and he wants to take you to a diner, right? How do you encourage that slight change there through, you know, your sex life, through your relationship and dating? So that's what this show is about, giving you direct access, unfiltered to the male mind on things that you can do to encourage and spark the change that you want to see. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not about manipulation. This is not about how do you trick him into something? How do you manipulate him so he's wrapped around your little pinky? No, no, it's not that. It's about creating the solid foundation for the changes that you want to see. It's motivating those changes and how to motivate better sex, right? Because I can't tell you how many times, um, you know, me and my wife are listening to other people or my wife's telling me stories that she hears from, you know, the girls at work or whatever about how God awful their sex life is. Right? And by God awful, I mean, the guys they're with are like two pump chumps. They don't put in the effort. And so sex is, you know, they let the guy have their fun for, you know, th- you know, two, three minutes, and then they grab a vibrator to finish it off. How can you improve that situation? You know, like, how do you get to the point where you're orgasming like 70, 80% of the time that you're having sex together? Right? Wouldn't that be great? You know, I, I can tell you here. You know, as far as, you know, between me and my wife. Yes, I'm married. And no, I'm still not going to filter my answers. But uh, between me and my wife, you know, to us, a quickie is like 30 to 40 minutes. That's, that's as quick as we can, you know, make it. Right? And so, you know, yeah, some of that may be the foreplay going down on each other, yada, yada, yada. You know, take that out. You're still looking at mm, good 30 minutes, you know, as far as a quickie goes, you know, because, you know, we don't want to over tease, you know, whatever. I don't want her to orgasm, you know, before we get past foreplay. So, you know, got to kind of keep that down a little bit. Um, However, when we have time to really take our time at it, It could be easily hour and a half, maybe a little bit longer. And this is with us having kids. Okay. So you want to encourage that type of, you know, uh, life, that type of sex life, you know, where you're going at it, you know, uh, a quickie is 40 minutes, you know, normal length is hour and a half and it's good engaging that, you know, you don't even notice that the time has flown by that fast and you end it with an orgasm, I can help you learn how to encourage the behavior changes so that you get to that point. Okay? That's what this show is about. You taking that initial first step 
towards the improvements you want to see in your sex life and your relationship. Okay, now I hope that, that makes it crystal clear. Now, there's no ambiguity. Now, uh, it's time to go ahead and start getting into that first episode recording. And um, I think I'll give uh, the first episode advice directly to you, not uh, going straight into sex or the relationship, but maybe giving you some background information on some prep work that you can do. All right, that's it for this introduction. Let's get in to the first episode. Hey, this is where I face it, you're a dick.